Hey, a few videos ago we were discussing uh, the question of the problem of punishment in the software team and I uh, made an argument that we do need some sort of punishment for some sort of mistakes people make, software developers. And I got a very interesting comment from Dennis, uh, which uh, I would really like to read because it's, it is interesting. The example was that, uh, let's say we have a team and uh, we ask all developers, all programmers to write proper commit messages when they when they push their changes to Git repository. So we agree all together that's important for us, that every time you commit something, then you, you put the right comment there, you explain your changes. Pretty reasonable rule for a software team. And let's say we have somebody, one person, who doesn't like to do, I mean, doesn't do it. We don't know why, we don't understand the reasons, but the motive, but uh, the comments are not there. So I said in my video that this is a good, a good situation, a good uh, case, for enforcing some kind of a punishment on this guy, some, some kind, I don't know what exactly, but we do need to punish that behavior. And here's the, here's the comment I got. You don't need to punish. Probably a better solution is telling him that he did a great job in this comment, but it will be better if he put comments. If he ignores this, you need just accept it. Adjust the project structure this way that you don't have comments at all. This allows you to keep a good atmosphere in the team and make everyone productive. End of quote. In the beginning it was funny, so I was surprised to read that because it does look funny to me, I don't know about you, but he's basically saying that you're telling your team to do something and one of the team members says, I don't want to do this, and then you don't re react, you know, directly to this person. You just say, okay, you don't want to do it, then let me correct the rules. Let me adapt the rules. Let me go back to the team and say, you know what? We have one guy who doesn't want to do comments, so maybe we stop doing these comments as well. Because we care about the good atmosphere. We care about the productivity. So that's why we have to change our rules in order to make one person comfortable, or maybe a few people, people comfortable. It was funny. But then I was thinking more about this, and uh, looks like you, Dennis, are working uh, as a programmer, not as a manager. So you do deal with managers who, I believe in your case, are not very professional. So what you feel from them, the pressure you feel from them, is in most cases not really uh, adequate, not really uh, constructive, and not really helping you to work better. You use this example as, a, as one of the examples to show that the, the management may make mistakes and they usually do make mistakes. So the better job to do, a better job for a manager is to better think about what are the requirements instead of punishing us. That makes sense if you are a programmer because I admit it, we have to admit it, that majority of most managers we deal with, they're not professional. They don't know how to punish right and what to punish for. They don't know how to set up the rules correctly. And in most cases, they come up to us with the rules which are absolutely not constructive and actually make it harder for us to, to do our job. And that's why Dennis is saying, so you better go back, uh, do your homework, think more about what kind of rules you bring to us and then change your rules because we're actually doing something useful here. We're actually writing code. We are being productive, as he said. But Dennis, think for a minute, if you get promoted to a position of a manager and now you have to deal with the team of 10 people, and these 10 people are not as effective as you are. They are not really as productive, as constructive. They're not really as enthusiastic and motivated as you are. And some of them, and the most of them actually, in most teams, the majority of people are average. 
by their productivity. And some people are just lazy, just pure lazy, that's it. And you're the manager, so you have to deal with all of them. And you have the, the rules, the quality rules. And these quality rules, in most cases, are configured by the best part of the team. So there are architects and people who are the most effective. They know what needs to be done. To be done. For example, they say, we do need unit tests. We don't want to accept any changes without unit tests. No matter what these people who are lazy think, we want the project to succeed, so we care about quality. And that's why we expect everybody I emphasize this, everybody, to write unit tests. And we agree. And then one person who is lazy, and you do have these people, just brings you the, com the, the commit, the, the pull request without unit tests. And then somebody has to do something, has to react somehow. Okay, you don't like the word punishment, but there has to be a reaction to this. We have to reject the comment. Maybe we need to make a comment about this. Maybe we need to explain why it's wrong. Maybe we need to train that person. But the bottom line is that we reject that. And in a good team, in a properly configured management system, the system rejects that, that, that pull request. So there will be some software tools, I don't know, some quality checks, some, some robots which will reject that. And the rejection in a perfect management system will lead to some financial losses of that person. That's going to be the punishment. So we're not going to punish personally. We're not going to stay in front of that person and, and, and scream at that, at that guy and say that you're doing something wrong and we don't like you. No, it's going to be a system which just pays a little bit less to that person because there is less pull request by the end of the month than it was expected. No you know, emotional punishment involved, no guilt triggered. But just the calculation of the outcome by the end of the month is smaller because pull requests were rejected. That's the ideal management system. However, in most teams, we cannot configure the management system that well. It's just not possible for many reasons. In most cases, the, reason, the main reason is that we do pay monthly salaries no matter what. You know about this problem. I, I was telling about this. You know, over and over again. So we do pay them no matter what. They, they send pull requests, they write unit tests, they don't write unit tests, whatever. We just pay them. At the end of the month, we give them the money. So people really don't care about that. They don't really see any, any, any meaningful punishment for them. They, they don't feel anything like that. So there has to be someone in the team who will do something that the system cannot do. So there has to be a manager or some person who will do this dirty job who will actually do some emotional punishment because if people keep doing, keep writing code without unit tests, then has, somebody has to tell them that this is wrong and they have to, uh, to, to rewrite code and to improve them. I mean, to stop doing that. And if you as a manager, let's say, Dennis, you are the manager now, and if you don't do it, if you keep saying, I care about the atmosphere, I care about uh, you know, everybody being happy, then the best programmers in your team will start doing your job. The best people who care about unit tests, they will step in and say, okay, our manager is you know, useless here because he's too scared about telling people what's wrong. So he cares about the atmosphere. So now it's my job. If I'm, for example, the architect in your team, Dennis, then I will have to step in and say, okay, let me do, my, let me do your job. I'm going to talk to this, to this dude who is uh, writing code and not writing unit tests. I will do it once. I will do it twice. What's next? I'm going to find another team. Because I don't like to work with a manager who is weak, who is incompetent, who is scared, who cannot do his or her job. So, 
responsibility of a manager, number one, is to configure the system so that the system actually punishes wrong behavior. Again, wrong behavior. I'm not talking about, about uh, functional, tab, functional bugs, which I explained so many times. I'm talking about the violation of discipline, the violation of rules, which we configure all of us. So the first step is try to configure the system so the system punishes them. But if you cannot configure it, it's your job. You are the manager. It's your job to find a way how to react to the wrong behavior of your team members. If you don't do it, then you basically betray your best people in your team because they count on you. They expect you to do this job. If you don't do it, then you're not a manager and they're going to quit. So that's my answer. Think about this, Dennis. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned. Bye-bye.